0: If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifests more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello, ladies, and welcome to a brand new episode. Now, at the time that this episode is released, I should, if all goes to plan, be skiing in the mountains a couple of hours from where I live. I'm very fortunate in the fact that where me and my family have moved to in the south of Spain, I could be skiing in the mountains in the morning and by the afternoon I could be down by the beach on a sunbed with my bikini on enjoying a cocktail (laughs) in the sunshine. Um, So yeah, it's kind of moments like this, realizing that we can just jump in the car. It's really sunny now, but I could jump in the car and in a couple of hours, I could be in the mountains. And yeah, I think just moments like this, it's again, that realization of what I've been able to build, what my business has allowed me to, to create in terms of a lifestyle. And yeah, I just feel really thankful. So I hope if anybody is listening to this, my purpose here is really just to inspire you if you're not doing it yet, to really start living life by design rather than by default. Because if you can see it in your mind, it is absolutely possible for you. This life that I've created, you know, living here in this beautiful home, living in a place where it's sunny, where I can be in the mountains, where I get lots of time outdoors and in nature with my kids, really like these simple things, um, The things that are most important to me, that time freedom, I think, to really just enjoy life for me has, has become a really big priority. And yeah, I just want to inspire you again to sort of create that life yourself by design and don't just let life happen to you, create it for you. Anyway, the topic for today's podcast. I want to dive into a real fear that's definitely been prevalent in my entrepreneurial journey, but it's something that I hear more and more frequently with the women that I work with. And this fear is, it normally kicks in from my experience, it kicked in, not necessarily in the early stages of my business, but really when I was kind of taking my business to that next level. So it was really kind of when I was transitioning from that six figure business into what was going to be my next stage, which was my seven-figure business. And the inner shifts that really required were being asked of me. Something that I always like to remind the women that I work with is that at every level, there becomes a new devil. Sometimes we think our biggest fears are going to be starting something new and at the beginning of our journey. And often we don't realize that as we progress, as we up-level, our life up-levels, our business up-levels, actually that can often require us to make some big changes within our mindset as well. And we will be presented with new fears, new patterns of self-sabotage. So the fear that I'm actually talking about here in particular is that fear of success. And it's an interesting one because I think at the beginning of our journey, the thing that we feel like we fear the most is the fear of Failure, the th- fear of things going wrong, the fear of things not working out for us. And that I definitely found to be true for myself and for many of the women that I've worked with. But as we start to see evidence of our success and we start to realize this is something that I can do and I'm making momentum and this is all working out for me, we then hit this next kind of like ceiling where we're like, but what if it? becomes bigger than I ever thought? What if it becomes even bigger? And it's that fear of that next level. So it's really interesting that we can actually fear something that really we very much crave. So for most of us, we want to be successful. We want to have a super successful business. We want to be wealthy. We want to have that freedom. We want to have all of the things that success involves. Yet below the surface, there can actually be a lot of fears tied in with that. And I want to explore this a little bit more in this podcast, because sometimes that fear of success, it's the the silent sort of fear, and it can create these patterns of self-sabotage, and perhaps we don't even know what's really going on. So this was definitely something I experienced, as I said, going from six figures to seven figures. And to be honest, every time that I kind of decide, right, I am ready for a huge, massive up level within my business, I really want to take things to that next level, I have to meet this fear head on again, this fear of what does me stepping into that next level, what's that ultimately going to mean? And some of the common fears that I'm sort of faced with, first of all, is can I handle this level of success? You know, am I going to crumble under the pressure? What am I going to feel about that level of responsibility? Sometimes I get into my head about, well, what if I get to this next level and I can't maintain it? And then things start falling apart. So it's almost that pressure to sustain a certain level of success um something that's cropped up for me in the past something doesn't necessarily kind of bother me so much now but going from that sort of six figure to seven figure it really really bothered me and that was what are other people going to think of this new level of success that i've created i could very much handle the six figure thing like that for me felt within the realm of possibility um and it was something that i wasn't really too scared about sharing with other people. And I think this was because it was very much within the comfort zone, of what I knew. So I'd never made six figures within my career previously, but I saw lots of other people that were doing that. And so it didn't necessarily feel so out of reach. And, you know, some of my friends were making that kind of money within their corporate careers. So it kind of felt comfortable. And I didn't necessarily see getting to that benchmark as being too much of a a scary thing. However, when I thought about going from six figures to seven figures, my biggest resistance was how are people going to meet me with that goal? When I start expressing that desire, when I start sharing, you know, my income milestones, are people going to look at me differently? Are people going to assume certain things about me? For example, you know, my big thing was, I'm going to be perceived as somebody that only really cares about the money. And I did a lot of work around this because I realized that growing up and this is where a lot of our subconscious patterns and fears come from, a lot of my childhood, my parents would often make comments about people that had money, um you know almost sort of derogatory comments about where perhaps they'd how they've been able to make their money, or certain um, comments about their, their characteristics, like, oh, they only care about money, or oh, they're such a show-off, um, or oh, they're a bit arrogant, um, or oh, all they do is work, that's all they care about, oh, they're so flashy, they're so showy. And so it was these sort of comments that kind of ingrained it in me that it's only acceptable to create wealth up to a certain limit. And beyond that, it almost becomes this um, bad thing where I'm going to be viewed in a negative way by the people who I love and care about. I have definitely shared my sort of financial journey as I've become a business owner and as I've become a coach but In comparison to, I guess, how a lot of women show up online, I've actually been quite reserved in terms of how much I share, um, how frequently I share, um, really on my social media platforms. So for example, my Instagram, I don't really share much about what I'm earning on there. I obviously mention it a little bit um, in my podcast every now and again, and some sort of masterclasses that I've done. But really, I've kind of, I guess, held back in a lot of ways from being, you know, too open about how amazing my business is doing and the finances that it's making. And I think I'm still, I guess, to a certain extent, still something that I do struggle with. And I think it's something that I'm still working with in this regard, this notion of not wanting to outshine others. So again, this is kind of tied in with this concept of the fear of success, because when we're successful, you know, we are, often outperforming the people around us. So especially in where if we're successful in the entrepreneurial space, and other people are in traditional jobs, where they're perhaps having to work very, very hard for a lot less money, or they've had to work years to get there. What I found within the entrepreneurial space is that there is an opportunity for you to make a massive amount of growth within a very, very short space of time, especially financially. And I felt a lot of resistance to sharing my financial wins because of this idea of, you know, it's not okay to outshine people. And again, this kind of tied back into my childhood Childhood because I was somebody that loved to perform as I was younger. Um, and by perform, I mean like doing plays, doing shows, you know, dressing up as the Spice Girls. I remember I've actually got um, a childhood video from a very old, you know, cam- camcorder, as what they were called back in the day, um, of me and my sisters in the garden, all dressed up as the Spice Girls. So I loved this kind of like theatrical, like taking on the limelight. Um, however, There was definitely instances that I remember very, very clearly where I was told, don't be a show off um, or be quiet. (laughs) Stop being too much, you know, stop being too dramatic. And then over the years, I gradually found myself becoming much more um, shy I found that I didn't have the same kind of confidence I did when I was, you know, a seven-year-old and I didn't care if I was dressed up like Emma Bunton doing a Spice Girls routine. Over the years, what had become ingrained in me was that it's not okay to outshine or outperform others. You know, you've got to kind of keep yourself a little bit small. And then when this kind of translates into me starting a business it was again, this fear of success, like it's not safe for me to be super successful because I shouldn't be, you know, outperforming others. Um, You know, it's not polite to show off and, um, you know, basically just don't stand out. Tied in with the Fear of what others will think, you know, thinking of you in a derogatory way is that fear of social isolation. So we are tribal in nature. We're hardwired to want to be um, accepted by our tribe. And if we are seen as going above our station... um, it can often come with that fear of, will I be rejected? People won't understand me anymore. This fear of perhaps outgrowing friends or family or you know the social circle that we have around us. It can create this real subconscious resistance to success. So again, this fear is often rooted in this desire for acceptance, this desire of you know, wanting to be validated and loved by others. And if our desire for acceptance is stronger than our desire to succeed, if we care more about the validation of others than we do about the the success that we want for our life, then we will ultimately find ourselves self-sabotaging when it comes to getting to that next level of success, because the subconscious will keep pulling us back to the same patterns what is familiar keep us within that comfort zone so that we remain at the same level as the people around us something else that was a real kind of fear for me as well tied in with this fear of success and where it kind of was rooted in was the fear of having it all but then losing it all so the fear around can i actually maintain the success that i've been able to create And when I really started to pick this apart, this was really down to my own limiting beliefs about my ability to be consistent. So when I started to unpack this and I started to think about, you know, the milestones I wanted to reach, in my mind, I didn't have any kind of disbelief about being able to get there. I knew, so specifically here, I'm talking about getting from my six figures to my seven figures and and also from seven figures into sort of seven figure months, my belief system was always like, I can absolutely do this. I never sort of would wobble on that. I think I'd seen so much evidence from going from zero to six figures and how quickly that was able to happen. I had very much um, a lot of faith in my abilities to kind of get laser focused on a goal and be able to make that happen. But what I was really sort of struggling with was my ability to hit that goal and to be able to maintain it. And I think what this really tied in with was... Again, this ability for me to really be consistent, to stick with something and to can do it consistently and to consistently get results um, and not fall off the bandwagon with things. I think this is something that has been with me for a very long time. I actually think back to um, my days when I was at school and we were playing this sort of tennis game, <laughs> a tennis, tennis matches. It was kind of like a little mixing. So you would play against somebody and if you won, you would go up a court and then they had this winner's court. And I remember getting to this winner's court and I played all of my matches up until this point really, really well because I was kind of climbing my way up to... the the winner's court. And then I got to the winner's court and all of a sudden it felt like everything crumbled and I started to play the worst that I had ever played. And it was kind of like this feeling of I've got here, but now with all of this pressure to kind of maintain being at the winner's court, I don't want to go backwards. I don't want to go, you know, start losing now. So under that pressure, I started to crumble. And it's funny how I've seen this play out in my business as well, where I've had like these months where it's literally been you know, incredible months. So, hitting my first seven figure month, for example, is a really good example of this because I had such a build up to being able to do this, to being able to create, you know, one million pounds within that space of time, but such pressure on myself to achieve that. And then when I achieved it, it was almost like I freaked out. It was like, okay, now I've got to do this all again. I've got to maintain this. And if I go backwards, it means that I'm failing. So I'd almost created this narrative of success always has to be linear. And if I get to a certain point, I've got to then continue to on that same trajectory and there is no opportunity for me to have you know go backwards even if it's just a you know a tiny step backwards i've always got to be going forwards and that kind of pressure and expectation i put on myself created this big sort of fear around success because again success is supposed to be this fun thing it's supposed to be inspiring it's supposed to be something that we want but below the surface we can actually feel a lot of anxiousness a lot of tension a lot of resistance towards the things that we want Something I've actually heard from a lot of the women that I've worked with, and this is something I think I've worked on quite a lot, so I don't tend to experience this anymore, but definitely something that I used to, and that was the fear of what is this going to take from me? What is this going to require of me to get to this level? So this fear is very much tied in with the fear that success has to be hard work. It has to be a struggle. It has to include sacrifice. I've done a lot of work around this and I have enough evidence now that I know that this does not need to be true. This does not need to be my story. I don't think it needs to be anybody else's story. But for somebody that hasn't done the work on this and has very much had Evidence to show that success does need to be hard work. They may still very much be tied to this belief, and therefore the pattern of self sabotage happens because deep down, they're afraid of what success will mean for them in terms of giving things up, in terms of that hard work, the burnout, the stress, the tension with between the family, the responsibility, the expectation. Um, And so, I've seen this happen a lot with women where they've been able to reach a certain level of success, and it's taken everything from them. So they've been able to get to where they want to be, but it's required hard work, hustle, dedication, long hours. And it almost feels like they've got to a point where there's nothing left to give. And something I like to remind women that are at this stage is that, yes, you may have evidence to show that hard work has got you to where you want to be. But that hard work attitude, that doing mentality has a limit because there's only so much of us we can give. There's only so many hours that we can be doing the work. And so we then start thinking, well, is this my limit? And then something I invite the women I work with to do is to just look around and say, well, look, it's not your limit because... Look at other people out there within the same industry as you that are making much more money, that are creating much more success. You know, they've been able to do it. So, this isn't your ceiling, but we just need to reevaluate how we're approaching getting to where you want to be. So, at the moment, it's very much been about doing the doing, whereas let's start now focusing on who you are being. So, it's not about disconnecting entirely from the action, it's not about, you know, not doing anything, but it's about making the who you are being and getting into alignment more of a priority because then what you will find is actually what you need to do if you're working from a place of joy fulfillment and alignment what you need to do is a lot lot less so I've this has probably been one of the most radical profound moments in my life when I kind of finally realized this it's like ah okay if I focus on alignment first if I think of my sort of my success cup let's say the most successful is when that cup is full to the top. 75% to I'd say 85% is probably going to be all to do with alignment. Okay. So if I can focus on filling my cup of alignment up first and by alignment, I mean getting myself into a place where I feel good, where I'm feeling joy, you know, where I'm not operating from a place of stress or panic, where I'm just going with the flow, where I'm trusting my intuition. If I fill that part of my cup up first, get myself into alignment and then take action from that place. A lot of the time, the work that I need to do is very, very little. So I can show up and create massive results, but it's not necessarily commanding all of my time. And that is a much more scalable way to approaching success versus... I'm going to do all of the things that I could possibly do to get to where I want to be, because that's always going to have a limit. It's going to have a limit in terms of your time, in terms of your energy. So it's about focusing on that alignment first. And this for me, as I said, was an absolute sort of revolutionary groundbreaker when this just finally clicked for me. But for women that do have this fear of success, this is going to be one of the things that they will need to address is, you know, what do I feel like it's really going to command of me? Um, And start shifting your beliefs about success needs to be hard work, success needs to be sacrifice, you know, getting rid of that very much masculine version of success. Also, coming back to what I was saying earlier about um, this pressure and expectation I put on myself to, you know, if I was going to be successful and to get to a certain milestone, I had to maintain it and there was no going backwards. That's a very masculine, linear approach to success. Something that I found felt much more comforting for me was to recognize that success isn't linear. (laughs) Um, When I'm in my feminine, I allow for ebbs and flows. And actually going backwards is sometimes a necessary thing in order to propel me forwards in a much, much bigger way. Sometimes slowing down is actually required for me to speed up going forwards. Um, And this idea that... The speed at which I'm going doesn't necessarily dictate the success I am ultimately going to create. It's that trusting in the timing of my life, trusting that things are always unfolding at the pace that they are meant to, rather than this pressure to force things to happen by a deadline, for this pressure to always move at a certain pace. So for me, this was very much um, a reflection of how I changed my approach to my business goals. So I still have goals and things that I set for myself in terms of income milestones, but I don't always, I, in fact, I don't at all put that pressure on myself for things to be linear. So I know that I could have a month which is a seven-figure month and you know that can be incredible but I can also know that the next month might be 70% of that, it might be 50% of that but that's okay because I trust that things don't need to be linear to be incredible and I will ultimately get to where I'm wanting to go. I am trusting in the ebbs and flows of life and really releasing this pressure to kind of always be right. What's next? What's the next goal? We've got to constantly be moving forwards because sometimes we will find ourselves in a season of slowing down. We will find ourselves in a season where we're feeling called to do less, to release less, to produce less, um, rather than this constantly need to do more and more and more each time. And ultimately, this doesn't distract from our big goal, our big vision. And I think this is where connecting to that bigger vision for me is a really useful ami- reminder of this is where I'm ultimately going. And it's okay if not every month it's going to follow the same trajectory. Because I know from my experience, things can sometimes feel as if they're very slow, not really moving at all. And I'm just having fun and going with the flow and getting myself into alignment. And then all of a sudden, boom, it can feel like everything just happens in the, the blink of an eye. And the manifestations all just come up once. So I know this and I remind myself of this, that this this idea that success doesn't always look linear. It's going to be these ebbs and flows. And when we relax into that journey and just enjoy the journey as much as possible, that's going to be the thing that will ultimately get us to where we want to be. Now, another thing worth mentioning here is to Be mindful of the benchmarks that you're setting yourself when it comes to stepping into your next level of success and that you're not sending your nervous system into overdrive. So I have spoke about this on the podcast before, this idea of creating incremental upgrades in our life, and this can be applied to our success as well. So when we set the benchmark so high for what we want to do, and we're like, this is where I want to be next. like This is my next major milestone. And it feels so out of reach. It's almost like our nervous system freaks out and says, this is too much. And that's when our fears can speak the loudest. So that fear of success is going to kick in if we are setting that benchmark too far away from where we are now. And now I am all for creating audacious you know wildly crazy goals and you know dreaming big you know i don't want ever anyone ever to think you know that they have to settle for something that's realistic because let's face it realistic isn't exciting but it's about finding that sweet spot so for me that sweet spot is that tipping point between okay i can absolutely do this And oh my goodness, that just feels wild. That feels crazy, but let's give it a go. So it's finding that sweet spot. What you don't want to do is set a goal that is so far, feels so far out of your reach right now that your nervous system says this isn't possible. So again, I've spoken about this in the podcast before, and I referred to when I was starting to drive over here in Spain. Um, I'm not a great driver anyway, but I was driving on the other side of the road. We rented a car when we first moved. Moved here so it was a manual so I was having to drive with a manual on the other side of the road and rather than just doing a short trip to start off with I decided to drive all the way across the other side of town I ended up going around the roundabout the wrong way just it was a whole disaster and my nervous system just completely freaked out and my anxiety levels were through the roof and it was just a reminder that I just tried to go from zero to 100 and it would have been much much gentler on my nervous system if I have done things incrementally so again like Incremental, sometimes we think, oh, well, things need to be then slow. Like if I'm going, you know, at an incremental place, things need to be slow. But I actually think of it as this snowball effect where the better it gets, the better it gets. So maybe at the beginning, it's taking those smaller steps or setting those smaller benchmarks towards your goals, towards your dreams. But over time, those steps you take become bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden, they feel like they become giant leaps. So as my business, Business has grown, the leaps in income between, you know, my, my income milestones have dramatically increased as well. So in the beginning days, I was like happy if my income went up, you know, 500 pounds the next month. You know, that was something that I was satisfied with. But as my business has increased, those milestones have increased as well. But increasing those milestones, but equally surrendering to them as well, knowing that some months it's okay to go backwards. It's okay to kind of go sideways. It's okay to go slower. And my ultimate goal is still there and available for me, you know, trusting that timing of my life. So I'd be really interested to know, ladies, do you resonate with this at all? Do you have a fear of success? Has this showed up for you in your mindset work? Um, Is it something that you've perhaps already overcome? Um, I'd love to know. So either drop me a DM on Instagram, Danny underscore Watson underscore coaching. Yes. Or you can pop a comment on one of my recent posts on Instagram. Either way, I love to hear from you ladies. I love to receive your messages and your feedback and your um, experiences as you listen to this podcast. So with that being said, have a wonderful rest of your week, ladies, and I will catch you on the next episode. (laughs) wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.